0: Section 27 of A Failure of Initiative. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Maria Casper. A Failure of Initiative Final Report of the Select Bipartisan Committee to Investigate the Preparation for and Response to Hurricane Katrina. By the United States House of Representatives. Communications, Part 4. Finding The National Communications System met many of the challenges posed by Hurricane Katrina, enabling critical communication during the response, but gaps in the system did result in delayed response and inadequate delivery of relief supplies. The federal government's use of the National Communications System, NCS, prior to, during and after Katrina's landfall, to coordinate assets and personnel, proved effective, but like the efforts of the Gulf states, it too was overwhelmed by the magnitude of the damage left in Katrina's wake. Following the Cuban Missile Crisis, President Kennedy established the National Communications System by a Presidential Memorandum on August 21, 1963. On April 3, 1984, President Ronald Reagan signed Executive Order 12472, which broadened the NCS's National Security and Emergency Preparedness Capabilities and superseded President Kennedy's original 1963 Memorandum. The NCS expanded from its original six members to an interagency group of 23 federal departments and agencies, and began coordinating and planning NSEP telecommunications for the federal government under all circumstances, including crisis or emergency, attack, recovery, and reconstruction. As mandated by the executive order, the NCS also includes an industry component called the National Coordinating Center for Telecommunications, NCC, a joint industry-government body within the NCS. The operational mission of the NCC is coordination of restoring and reinstituting national security and emergency preparedness communications in an emergency situation. During Hurricane Katrina, the NCC operated a 24-hour watch center and conducted daily analysis and situational monitoring of ongoing events and coordination of the government and industry response capabilities. In addition to the executive order, the NCS has a specific communications role in the National Response Plan, NRP. Specifically, the NCS is the lead agency responsible for the communications component of emergency support function 2, ESF2, which ensures the provision of federal communications to federal, state, local, tribal, and private sector response efforts during an incident of national significance. In support of ESF-2, the NCC is tasked to function as a central point of coordination and information sharing among communications infrastructure operators. To facilitate coordination of industry and government operations during an emergency, the NCS maintains and operates several priority service programs which help ensure critical calls are completed in the event of congestion damage to the national commercial communications infrastructure. They include the Government Emergency Telecommunications Service which provides authorized users a higher rate of call completion during periods of outages or congestion resulting from disasters. During and after Hurricane Katrina, The NCS issued 1,000 new GETS access code numbers to first responders and emergency recovery officials in the affected states. Between August 28 and September 9, the GETS system was utilized to make over 35,000 calls. The NCS also operates a wireless counterpart to GETS, the Wireless Priority Service, WPS, program. It provides priority treatment for calls made during periods of wireless network congestion by emergency response personnel with national security and emergency preparedness responsibilities. During Katrina, the NCS enabled and distributed over 4,000 WPS cellular phones. The NCS operates the Telecommunications Service Priority (TSP) program, which establishes a regulatory, administrative, and operational framework for restoring and provisioning priority communication services. Through this program, service vendors are authorized to give priority to restoration and provision of service to those with TSP assignments. Following Hurricane Katrina, the NCS completed more than 1,500 TSP assignments helping to restore emergency response capabilities in the Gulf states. The NCS also maintains the Shared Resources High Frequency Radio Program, SHARES, which provides a single interagency voluntary message handling system, using over 250 high-frequency radio frequencies when other communications are unavailable, a network of government, military, and military-affiliate radio service (MARS) radio stations, an organized network of amateur radio stations affiliated with the different branches of the armed services to provide volunteer communications, and more than 90 federal, state, and private industry organizations participate in the SHARES program. Within days following Katrina's landfall, the ncs coordinated participation by four hundred thirty-one shares stations across the nation and assisted first responders conducting search and rescue missions by relaying information to appropriate government agencies relayed logistical and operational information between fema's eocs in georgia mississippi and louisiana relayed health and welfare messages between volunteer agencies in Georgia at the national headquarters of the American Red Cross in Washington, D.C., established radio contact with deployed U.S. Navy ships detailed to New Orleans, and provided frequency coordination between federal agencies, Louisiana and Mississippi's EOCs, and the Civil Air Patrol. Additionally, the NCS coordinated the frequencies used by the nearly 1,000 Amateur Radio Emergency Services (ARES) volunteers across the nation, who served in the Katrina-stricken area, providing communications for government agencies, the Red Cross and the Salvation Army. Emergency communications were conducted not only by voice, but also by high-speed data transmissions, using state-of-the-art digital communication software known as winlink in mississippi fema dispatched amateur radio operators to hospitals evacuation centers and county eocs to send emergency messaging twenty-four hours per day according to bay st louis mayor edward a eddy amateur radio operators were especially helpful in maintaining situational awareness and relaying red cross messages to and from the hancock county eoc at airports in texas and louisiana radio amateurs tracked evacuees and notified families of their whereabouts the red cross deployed amateur radio volunteers at its two hundred and fifty shelter and feeding stations principally in Mississippi, Alabama, and Florida. The Salvation Army operates its own amateur radio communication system using amateur radio volunteers, known as SATERN, Saturn. During the Hurricane Katrina response and recovery effort, Saturn joined forces with the SHARES program and received over 48,000 requests for emergency communications assistance utilizing federal frequencies made available via the shares program following landfall the ncs activated the shares network on august twenty ninth and worked with the u s northern command (NORTHCOM) to identify and deploy communications assets and by september second all ncs esf two systems were in place to receive communications requests from the affected region The NCS dispatched satellite communications vans to various locations, including New Orleans City Hall, the Louisiana State Police Headquarters in Baton Rouge, the New Orleans Airport, and the Louisiana National Guard in Jefferson Parish, dispatched AT&T and MCI cellular communications vans to the state EOCs in Mississippi and Louisiana, and delivered satellite handsets to first responders in all three affected states. Additionally, the NCS designed and installed a new E-911 system in Plaquemines Parish, and provided an interim digital land-mobile radio system to the eight parishes surrounding New Orleans. Like all levels of government, the NCS was not able to address all aspects of the damage to the communications infrastructure of the Gulf states. Although the NCS performed several important functions prior to and during the response efforts, the historical magnitude of Hurricane Katrina stressed the processes and procedures of the NCS, and required ESF-2 to perform functions which it had never done before conclusion the extent of destruction and damage to the communications infrastructure and services caused by katrina exceeded that of any other natural disaster experienced by the gulf coast states simply put katrina's devastation overwhelmed government resources at all levels the loss of power and the failure of various levels of government to adequately prepare for the ensuing and inevitable loss of communications hindered the response effort by compromising situational awareness and command and control operations despite the devastation left by katrina this needn't have been the case catastrophic disasters may have some unpredictable consequences but losing power and the dependent communication systems after a hurricane should not be one of them the parish officials in louisiana who declined to spend sixty five dollars per month for satellite phones showed a failure of initiative when they gave up those assets why such a pennywise pound-foolish decision was allowed to stand defies explanation the same satellite phones that were given up by some of the parishes eventually were returned to them after Katrina's landfall because they had no other means of communicating with those bringing help to people in need. Similarly, those in the 911 call centers, who could not reroute calls for help, showed a failure of initiative by not taking the steps necessary to ensure calls to them were not in vain, simply because predictable things, power losses and flooding, happened after a hurricane. Issues with interoperability have existed for years government officials and emergency service agencies are well aware of the need to establish and maintain robust emergency communication systems modern day national guard units should not have to rely upon runners to relay messages governors should be able to communicate with their generals police commanders should be able to communicate with their officers in the street Despite knowledge of interoperability problems and the seriousness of the consequences of failure to address them, and because of often parochial desires for duplicative, expensive, and diverse stand-alone communication systems, officials responsible for providing for public safety spent millions on other priorities. Disasters start and end at the local level, if first responders want interoperability with their counterparts in the future their leaders need to communicate federal authorities need to establish standards state and local officials need to take the initiative to make responsible use of federal state and local funding to develop communication systems that can grow with their communities these officials need to fulfill the public trust given to them they need to lead End of section 27